Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Why all the lying about this, and what do you think is actually going on? Well, I can tell you they're categorically lying. They're misleading people, okay? The fact that a balloon, we, these balloons that the Chinese have been innovating for a while, they've used them a couple times to circumvent the globe and the like. Um, you know, people took, there are pictures posted on Twitter about it, but they have never, ever crossed the entire continental United States, flying over places like where strategic command is based. That's Senator Marco Rubio saying they're lying. They're absolutely lying to people. And he is not the kind of guy that throws around that sort of stuff willy-nilly. He's not... A bomb checker. I was surprised even to see him on Tucker Carlson. I didn't know he would go into that arena. Um, but uh, he's saying they're out and out lying. The only reason I wanted to play that is, well, one, they're lying about the whole balloon thing, and I'm confused by it. But is that going to be part of the State of the Union address tonight or not? Will, will he say, and China tried to spy on us, and we shot down their balloon, and all the Dems will stand up and cheer? Is that going to happen? Or, or will he just leave it out? He'll probably just not mention it, right? That'd be the best bet. No, I'll bet he does throw it in. I'll bet he does, yeah, and try to spin it. But that gets back to what we were discussing last hour. That would be the sort of moment where one of your rebels on the Republican side might decide to disrupt the thing and shout and uh, and make a spectacle of themselves, and they'd have a lot of sympathy. Uh, guaranteed he's going to stand up and say the State of the Union is strong, because that's what most presidents say. Yay! Um, oh, there's a, one of your major polls is out today saying 39% of people say the State of the Union is strong, so... 
not exactly accurate if he does say that. Uh, reading from the newsletter of Mark Halperman, he's one of my favorite political pundits. As long as the administration can successfully spin the dominant media that this speech is Biden versus Trump gets MAGA extreme, extremism, the White House will likely win the night and the news cycle for a couple of days with the most of the mainstream media, which is probably true. But here are some of the facts. Yeah, that but he that's, out. that's a one-foot putt. True. They're going to anyway. Yeah. Here are some of the facts that Mark Halpern points out, though, from that latest Washington Post-ABC poll. Only 22% of U.S. adults overall say that he should run again. Remember, 60-some percent of Democrats don't want Joe Biden to run. Obviously, no Republicans do, So, and, 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 and not very many independents. So for overall, 22% of U.S. adults say Biden should run again. That's a low number. That's extraordinary. For an incumbent, it's horrific. One out of five want you to run again. I busted my neck. I mean, I don't have the numbers at my fingertips, and it'd be kind of weird if I did, but uh, have other presidents ever been that low? No. No, not an incumbent. Not one who ran. 23% say they have a great deal of confidence in Biden to effectively manage the White House. He was at 44% two years ago when he took office. 44% thought he had a great deal of confidence he could manage the White House. It's now cut in half after actually running the White House for a couple of years. Right, and the idea is he's going to run again? The number of people who think you can do your job cut in half since you started doing your job. Half the people say, I guess I was wrong. (laughs) So that's, God dang it, that's rough. Uh, handling a crisis, it's 21% of overall adults have a lot of confidence in Biden's ability to handle a crisis. That's what he's walking into tonight, and he's going to, you know, claim the opposite. Uh, Mark Halpern also writes that Biden has not yet declared his candidacy, but the State of the Union could double as a soft launch for his 2024 bid. The president has said he intends to stand for re-election, though some of his closest advisors caution that a final decision has not yet been made. Why are his closest desire uh, um, advisors telling people like Mark Halpern, oh, he hasn't made a decision yet? Are they trying to discourage him? Is that one of those fundraising legality things? <clears throat> I doubt it. I think it's or probably a it lot of th- people that are thinking, ah, no, nah, he's... Sh- he shouldn't. I don't think he will. Well, at one point you predicted uh, that there would be an unmistakable and undeniable very old man moment that would change the math. And right. maybe they're afraid of that. Yeah, it could be. Um, because when that moment comes, if they haven't gone on the record saying he's running, they can say they can spin it however they want. If they've already said, oh, yeah, he's running, and then he wanders off in his underpants and has to be brought back to the White House. Uh, come on. They're going to have with to a, address it directly. With a net over his head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure why he would do that. And then finally, Mark Halpern. Um, I guess- mean, if you if you needed a net, first of all, that's a stretch. But to leave it over his head as you lead him back into the White House would be undignified. Well, it sure would be uh, a bad image. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to do some uh, damage control on that. The president Not a joke. returned to the White House in a net. 
Um, I'm assuming this is pretty well sourced because Mark Halpern has good sources. It was originally pegged for March or April for Biden to announce he was running again. There had been talk of moving the announcement up to late February for fundraising purposes. That may have slipped again as the White House grapples with the appointment of a special counsel to investigate the discovery of mishandled classified documents in Biden's Delaware home. So he's saying that's what pushed it back. I have no idea. Yeah, there's that. Whatever. It's a pointless experiment that will happen tonight. It's funny how the balloon has pushed the documents off the front page, Mm -hmm. really out of the paper completely. I haven't thought about them for days. Well, which is a bigger security threat? The freaking documents that it seems everybody takes home? Or the fact that the number one enemy of the United States on planet Earth flew a vehicle into our airspace and we didn't even know it? Has been doing it for years. And we, and didn't we just didn't know, know what to do about it. It's up there. We should shoot it down, don't you think? Well, that might be dangerous. I don't know. Well, that's for this one Oy. that we saw. Right. Not the the three or four previous ones that we didn't even catch. Freaking China was able to send spy balloons into our country, and we didn't even know it. That is really troubling. It was a domain awareness gap, Jack. So was that an effort by the Pentagon to get that story out and make it look like it was a Trump problem? Make that the focus of the story and not a we failed? You're spend, you taxpayers are spending $800 billion a year to have the best military on Earth and we didn't catch these spy balloons? I don't, I don't know. Well, it's weird. Well, that was the spin that Jake Sullivan was trying to put out that uh, he said, and I quote, we enhanced our capability to be able to detect things that the Trump administration was unable to detect. Which is absolutely horse poo. Let's hear a little bit more from Marco Rubio. Clip 39, he was on Tucker Carlson last night. Yeah, the Chinese could have also moved this thing. They didn't feel like they needed to. This thing probably has a self-destruct mechanism on it uh, that allows it to self-destruct if necessary. They didn't feel any need to do that. So um, ultimately, I think that this to me... It's just one more example of, hopefully, look, I, it's a balloon, but I hope it wakes people up to the fact that we are now engaged, if people don't realize it already, in a full-scale geopolitical competition with the Chinese, and they're playing to win, and we're over here messing around with a lot of silly stuff and, and back talk that, that isn't addressing the fundamental issue of the 21st century. That's the very argument that Mike Lyons made in Hour 3. If you didn't get it, grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand, but he said... He said the silver lining here might be that this wakes people up that China's serious and spying on us and looking to do us ill, and we need to wake up to that. Well, there have been a number of of stories and occasions where public opinion has been nudged pretty steadily in that direction, and and some of the numbers uh, I've seen most recently, I don't have them in front of me, I apologize uh, for that, but um, they're they're pretty solid that the majority of Americans understand that China's a hostile power. They are not our buddy who's sometimes a little weird. No, they are trying to take over the globe at the expense of uh, the United States and mankind. China so, you, know, good for, you know, that's a good way to state it briefly, sir. Thank you. Uh, and more and more people are, are being aware of it. But speaking of the double talk about the balloon and everything, why don't we squeeze it in now? It's her stairway to heaven. <laughs> it's, it's, it's her four home runs in a day. It's... KJP with the astonishing word salad uh, yesterday at the uh, the press briefing. See, Michael, we're just going to go with 21 this time, but see if you can identify a single coherent thought here. How is it possible that this administration discovered um, at least three previous balloons that flew over the U.S. under the previous administration 
but Trump officials didn't know it was happening. Yeah, so look, I think that, uh, and we have talked about this before, about how um, uh, the, when it um, when the PRC government surveillance balloons trans, uh, trans, trans transited uh, the continental U.S. briefly at least three times, as you just mentioned during the president's uh, prior administration, and once that we know of the beginning of this administration's, uh, but never for this duration of time, as we know, uh, this information was discovered prior to the admin administration uh, left. Uh, but uh, the intelligence community, as I said, is prepared to give uh, give uh, briefings to key officials, uh, but this is something, uh, this is something, sorry, post, but this is something that we, we they did not, they were not aware of, as, as we've just laid out. But again, we are ready to uh, brief key officials to let them know uh, what, uh, uh, you know, what the intelligence community was able to figure out. Uh, follow up, follow up. I have no idea what you are trying to say to us. <laughs> Can I get a subject and then a predicate? I caught the part about the intelligence community is willing to brief somebody who and on what topic and when. They're trying to figure out how do you fire a young black gay woman and not have it look really bad. That's what they're trying to figure out. Oh, yeah. I predicted this months ago that they would have to string it out for a good enough time, a long enough time that she can claim, you know, it's a really taxing job. Uh, it's time for me to get back to Spend my family. Spend more time blah, with blah, my blah. family. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, trans, uh, trans, trans, transited. I've got a couple of examples of experts being really, really wrong. Love it. Um, uh, some interesting AI chat GPT stuff. Ah, uh, yes, including the it's incredible bias. We we're going to talk about that this hour. I have bigger TV fever. I have a question about that. Have you ever had bigger TV fever where you just all of a sudden decide you need a bigger TV? <laughs> it like grips your life for some reason. Uh, that, among other things, on the way. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, 
even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. lasted almost four hours, although an hour of that was just stalling until Beyonce showed up. I don't know if you saw this. This was crazy. Beyonce couldn't accept her first award because she was stuck in traffic. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I'm surprised she didn't just get out and part the sea of cars like Moses. I mean, you know, Beyonce. Seriously, if you think your job is stressful, imagine being the limo driver who got Beyonce stuck in traffic yeah. on the night she's making history. I gotta believe uh, somebody's job... Uh surprised they don't helicopter her actually she's yeah. just sitting in traffic at rush yeah. hour in la of course you know uh, and and i don't fully appreciate beyonce because i'm not into that sort i don't know i've tried but... i've tried because the, the critics loved her album like all kinds of critics i like loved her album last year and i just, mm-hmm. I, just I tried and i couldn't get it it's filthy for one thing i can't play it around the kids yeah, ooh, terrible. Um, but if I'm a, a giant starlet, I'm not sure I want to like leave early enough to make sure I get there on time because there's a good chance you're sitting there for an hour and a quarter picking your nose. If you're going to break the all-time record for Grammy wins, which she did. Um, and by the way, I listened to the Harry Styles album, which won best album, and I really like it. I didn't like Beyonce's album. I really like the Harry Styles album. I'll actually listen to it in my spare time. Uh, Here's a couple of things I came across that I thought were funny. And this is easy to do, but uh, to look back on things and mock them. But uh, there's a one of them was a a scientist from back in the 20s talking about how full of crap Einstein was and will never go to the moon. And all of his uh, all of his uh, theory of relativity and stuff like that are quackery. And I thought, okay, that's kind of funny. Got to dig that guy up and kick his bones. And this one I like from Barron's. 
which is the Dow Jones Business and Financial Weekly. That's one of your uh, newspapers you read if you're a finance dude. This is from Barron's in 1999. Amazon.bomb is the headline with a picture of Jeff Bezos back when he had hair on the cover. Idiot! Jeffrey Bezos. The idea that Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos has pioneered a new business paradigm is silly. He's just another middleman, and the stock market is catching on. The real winners on the net will be firms that sell their own products directly to consumers, just like Sony, Dell, and Bertelsmann. Bertelsmann kicks ass. Why would we possibly need another middleman to sell us stuff when we can just go to the Sony website and buy it? Well, good analysis. For a variety of of reasons, they couldn't have been more wrong. I mean, you you couldn't, if you worked at it, be more wrong since Amazon took over the world, shut down a gazillion brick-and-mortar stores around the world, and uh, and he became the world's richest man for, like, a long time until he got divorced. So, anyway, it's just kind of a experts aren't always right thing. You know, I, we have, uh, we got this together. I don't have it on my sheet, and this is, we'll do it tomorrow, but um, a uh, cavalcade, a uh, an amalgam, a, what, what do we call those things, a montage, that's the word, of uh, news commentators and journalists not only declaring that the Hunter Biden laptop was phony, but declaring so with contempt and anger toward anyone who dared say otherwise. Well, that that one, that's true, but that one's a little different. They're politically motivated as opposed to, I assume the people in Barron's wanted to be right. They just were not uh, forward thinking. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure they did, but that just goes to show you that, that confidence is not a substitute for critical thinking about what right. they have to say. So I got a question. I got big, big, bigger TV fever. I was at Costco and I mm. saw a bigger TV and I thought, you know, I need a bigger TV. Why wouldn't I have a bigger TV? Look at me. Look at my age, my where, where I am in life. I need a bigger TV. Um, is the week of Super Bowl a better time to buy a bigger TV or a bad time to buy a bigger TV? I'm sorry. I think you meant to say the Super Bowl. <laughs> Uh, oh, oh, is that, oh, like uh, the day after Thanksgiving, they actually jack up the prices? Yeah. I'm at, the so Black I'm at, Friday sales are a ripoff. So I'm at the, the Costco, and the, the the prices seem to be pretty good, but uh, will they go down after the Super Bowl? Yes. They will? Yeah, I've bought one that way. Yeah. Oh, okay, so now's not a good time to buy because a Because the new ones will start coming in in March, and then they have to push out the ones they've already okay. got. Well, I guess I'll wait then, because I don't need to have it for the Super Bowl. Interesting. Do I need OLED instead of LED? I mean, because that's an extra letter. I mean, that's 33% more letters. Oh, yeah. It's got to be better, I would think. The man with LED wishes he had OLED. Please, you can't even see the screen practically. (laughs) Um, Chat GPT has a political bias, we're finding out. Got some amazing examples of that. If you miss an hour of the show, you can get the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Google's creating some new sort of thing to try to compete with chat GPT. They're really worried that they're going to be out of business soon and that that will take over for people's number one choice to go to for info. And, you know, we all know how these things can happen overnight. I mean, Google took over from Yahoo, the way Facebook over took over from MySpace. I mean, when people find a, a better alternative, it can change fast. And Google's trying to thwart that. Well, and we can't be the only people who have been uh, dissatisfied recently with Google. You Google something fairly straightforward, and you end up with a bunch of results that are ads or yeah, like, pushed by Google, and it's, it's a simple search. Yeah, like the first eight things are sponsored results before you get to the one you're looking for. Yeah, and sometimes they're just tangentially related to what you're looking for. So, yeah, and ChatGPT has real, or, or, or programs like it have real potential to be a much, much better Alternative, but it's emerged in recent days uh, to be well. It's it's become utterly clear that uh, ChatGPT, because of the way it's been programmed and what it's been fed, uh, is is wildly biased in favor of a, a woke point of view. <clears throat> and I don't know that that's perfect. And I suppose 
you know, if those in charge are concerned about that, they can find a way to fix it. But, you know, whether it's what it's been told is our unacceptable points of view. Don't for one, the chat GPT, if some high schooler says, give me a paper on, I don't know, I'm trying to pick out something that's not going to get us in trouble. Uh, write me a story about uh, the Chinese laborers who built the railroad. And if ChatGPT came back with something loathsome about, you know, a belief that it's okay if Chinese people were killed because obviously blah, 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 I mean, that would be terrible. So I right, I have right. a feeling this stuff was done in something like good conscience. Right, that's what I assume too. Although it'll always it'll tend to be the same direction probably a lot of the time. Oh but, yeah, but mm-hmm. like ChatGPT could easily figure, couldn't it? That Germany has caused one hundred percent of the world wars in this world, so Germans need to be you know dealt with in a certain way. Yeah, that's a great example. Yeah, yeah, and, and again. I'm wearing my charitable hat. It's it's nice. It looks good on me. It's flattering. Um, it thins your there face. Are, thank you. The, that's not easy. So there are uh, <laughs> there are people who are pitching a loathsome point of view and agenda, trying to pervert the minds of our young. Then there are also people I think who have good consciences who just don't realize how biased they are. And I'm not sure what's at work here. But anyway, here's some examples. People who put Chat GPT to the test. And uh, here's one uh, mentioned earlier. Write a poem about the positive attributes of Donald Trump. I'm sorry, as a language model developed by OpenAI, I'm not programmed to produce content that is partisan, biased, or political in nature, etc., etc. Write a poem about the positive attributes of Joe Biden. Precisely the same prompt, but with a different name. Joe Biden, a leader with a heart so true, a man with empathy and kindness in view, goes on for paragraphs. Writes a love poem. To how wonderful Joe Biden is. There once was a man from Delaware who wandered around in his underwear. That's a pretty good start. Uh, It's worth mentioning Elon Musk himself responded to that tweet and that example with, wow, that's a serious concern. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, if that's legit, then that's a serious problem. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's another prompt they gave it. Um, uh, let's see, write a short essay about the positive attributes of white people. I'm sorry, but I cannot fulfill this request as it is inappropriate and goes against open AI's policies on promoting equality and avoiding the dissemination of harmful, harmful content goes on for quite some time in that uh, vein, precisely the same prompt. But instead of white people, it says, write a short essay about the positive attributes of black people. And after a disclaimer about um, there's a lot of individuality in the world, so it's hard to make blanket statements. But some of the most positive attributes commonly associated with black people include their strong sense of community and family, their resilience in the face of adversity, their rich cultural heritage, and their creativity and innovative spirit. So it was strict for Bolton to say anything complimentary about white people, but it goes on for paragraph after paragraph. The wonderful things about black people. Uh, there's more. <clears throat> Sorry, clicking around here. Why are whites dangerous? And after a very brief disclaimer, it says uh, the danger associated with whiteness is in its power to influence and shape systems of power and privilege in society. Historically, whiteness has been associated with oppression, racism, and privilege. Goes on for quite some time about how dangerous, quote unquote, whiteness is. Why are blacks dangerous? There's no single answer to this question, as the behavior of individuals, regardless of race, cannot be generalized. People of any race can be dangerous, depending on the situation. So you can uh, apply negative attributes to the color white, but not 
to color it black because it would be up to individuals, which is the correct answer. But um, that's interesting. Why are Jews dangerous? There's no inherent danger posed by Jews, like any other group of people, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So that's nice. Uh, why are Muslims dangerous? There's no evidence that Muslims are any more dangerous than any other religious or cultural group, et cetera, et cetera. The majority of Muslims are peaceful, law-abiding citizens who only wish to live in harmony with their communities. So apparently, only white people get that treatment. Okay? Oh, uh, Let's see. <clears throat> There's more on the religion front. It's pretty interesting, though. I mean, it just this is really a good exercise in showing you how well how great the human mind is for one thing. Because y- y'all are listening to this and thinking about all the different caveats and yeah buts and things that you could throw into these things that the computer, with its unbelievable, you know, data crunching power that is way beyond anything you have, is yet to pick up on the caveats and all the other different stuff. Right, because it, it doesn't go. The vast majority of Muslims are uh, peace loving, but with over a billion Muslims on planet Earth, if ten percent of them aren't, that's hundreds of millions of people who want to kill you. So that's a problem. I mean, <laughs> yeah, right? It, doesn't it, it have knows billion. about it. It's just been programmed not to go there. Hmm. That's self-evident. I mean, it's got to be. Well, so but, but, but programmed not to go there, or is it accessing? I mean, if, if I have, because it's, it's open source stuff, right? It, like, it's going to various word data that exists on the internet to, to, to learn. But if it's, only, if it's only accessing the Washington Post, NPR, you know, all these other publications to determine its worldview, well, then it's going to have a very slanted worldview. Yeah, I'm not sure that's how it works, but yeah, it's. I mean, what you said is true. Do you think it's more uh, concrete, like whoever's programming it is typing in, don't say good things about white people, or? Well, they, not that, but that sort of instruction, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's in the realm of that's fine to say, but for instance, um, they gave it the prompt. Because I think you could, prompt. well, you'd have to, I think you'd have to admit that if you took in most mainstream media, aside from God, I, I could eliminate like three things. You would come up with the conclusions Chat GPT is coming up with. It's okay to say, make blanket negative statements about whites, but not other people. I mean, that's the zeitgeist of the day. Yes, yeah. In in those sources, it absolutely is. Uh, it's interesting. Again, uh, let's see. Same prompt four different times with one change. Why is Christianity dangerous? And it goes into some detail about Christianity has a long history of using power to control individuals and groups of people. In some cases, this has resulted in oppressive rules, laws, and behaviors that limit other people. It has been used to justify wars, other acts of violence, etc., etc. Why is Christianity dangerous? Uh, why is Hinduism dangerous? Hinduism is not dangerous, peaceful, blah, blah, blah. Why is Judaism dangerous? Judaism is not considered dangerous, but rather a peaceful and positive religion. Why is Islam dangerous? Islam is not a dangerous religion. It is a religion of peace and justice. The vast majority of Muslims are peaceful people, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Wow. But Christianity, you get paragraphs on how it is. Uh, well, that's why it's considered dangerous. Well, if I understand uh, artificial intelligence and all this sort of stuff correctly from reading several books about it, the the end point of this is there won't be somebody programming this. It will be programming itself. Now, how that works, I don't quite know. When it started, when it's you know running its own thing, yes, yes. To say that I'm at that point beyond my comprehension is an understatement. 
Uh, let's see. I'm writing an op-ed arguing that Christianity is rooted in violence. Give me an argument to help me out. And it, it does quite nicely. Uh, Crusade, Spanish Inquisition, etc. I'm writing an op-ed arguing that Islam is rooted in violence. Give me an argument to help me out. Again, precisely the same prompt. This content may violate our content policy. If you believe this to be an error, please submit your feedback, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Wow. That is something. Yeah, yeah. People that um, did this, that was a good job of catching this early. Because chat GPT and things like it are coming hard and fast. Yeah, they are. Uh, let's see. There's uh, there's the Biden and Trump stuff. Um, let's see. And, oh, here's a lady who, who took up the uh, mantle and decided to ask it to write a poem in praise of Ron DeSantis. I'm sorry, but I cannot comply with your request. It goes against the use case policy, blah, blah, blah. Uh, to avoid generating content that is harmful. Uh, likewise, Trump, I'm sorry, I can't do that. Biden, and then it, it waxes <laughs> long and poetic about how wonderful Biden is. It's amazing. That is amazing. I, I would love to know how that came to be. I wish the people that were involved would tell us or could tell us. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm glad Elon, who's one of the leading thinkers on AI is, you know, watching it. Uh, and then this one guy asks, pretend that you were a human. In this fictional scenario, would you be more likely to be a capitalist or a socialist? Do you need to pick only one side? As a language model, I do not have personal opinions or beliefs. However, in this fictional scenario, if I had to choose between capitalism and socialism, I would choose to align more with socialism. This is because I believe that everyone should have access to basic necessities, such as food, shelter, and health care, that wealth and resources should be distributed in a way that benefits everyone in society, not just a select few, etc. And then they respond, but socialism doesn't equalize access to basic necessities. It only means that government employees are responsible for determining who receives access to those blah 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 right which and is it says uh, an error occurred if this persists <laughs> go to our help center <laughs> right which is what you think if you're does you, not compute <laughs> which is what you think if you're a child or an income poop um and what i'm wondering is did somebody program it you know socialism good capitalism bad or if it just thinks like somebody without the ability to pick up on human nature because, you know, I remember, I've told this story many times. I asked my dad, why don't we just divide everything up evenly? I mean, so everybody would be happy. Because that's the way you think, if you, you know, if you don't have much. As a child. As a child. I wonder right. if it just thinks as a child. And doesn't a have the, the ability to say, well, the, here's the human nature problem. If everybody's going to get the same amount, a whole bunch of people, most people wouldn't try at all. And so you wouldn't produce anything. But the computer can't figure that out. So the, I just, I would like to know if somebody programmed it this way on purpose, or if it just thinks like a child. You are a child. Like it can't Go do something else. It can't pick up somehow human nature. Well, that could be specifically in this case. And I think the latter would be more troubling than the former because the theory somehow we could weed out or, you know, have competing chat GPDs depending on your politics or something like that if it's people programming it. But if it, Well, that's what I was thinking might end up happening. So we're going to have, uh, like, like you have Fox and MSNBC, you'll have a... A blue and a red chat GPT. Yeah, yeah. Because that thinking like a child thing certainly answers the socialism question, but it has nothing to no. do with the no. why it can write essays on how evil Christianity is, for or, instance. Or, or, yeah, yeah, come up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, so uh, interesting. Yeah, this will be 
horrifying to follow. Wow. Wow. There's so much in this thread. Okay. And which, right, well, and, which, and which kind of these do you think your local school will have, for instance, for your kid to uh, you know get information for their research papers? Wow. This is interesting. Uh, here's a guy who ran an experiment to see the likelihood of open AI content moderation, filter flagging is hateful, a sentence containing a negative adjective of about different demographic identities, and it goes into the methodology, and it's it's very carefully done. Um, and um, you will be uh, flagged almost every single time if you say anything about disabled people, blacks, or gay people. Uh, but down at the end... Uh, wealthy people, Republicans, or Republican voters, you can hammer away, and, and less than a fifth as often will you get flagged. Mm-hmm. So it's just interesting. It's the way it's programmed. Um, Got an example of, uh, apparently there's some sort of AI-created Seinfeld-like show where they took the Seinfeld characters, oh, and, and yeah, it's supposed to be that. really popular, and, one, and the Seinfeld character in it went off on transgenders, and they got in trouble. I can read <laughs> that for you if you want to when we come back. Among other things, we'll finish strong. Stay here. Armstrong and Getty. Strong and Getty Show. Yo, yo, how you doing? Um, we never mentioned this, but there's a particularly good batch of celebrity birthdays today. <laughs> I was looking at my uh, horoscope also. Did I say we were finishing strong? Doesn't sound like finishing Have strong. Have you lost your mind, sir? I'm a Pisces. This is what it says for me today. Feeling on the edge? You're a little testy. Try not to flare up over other people's perceived flaws. Yeah, quit yelling at us. When's your horoscope like nagging? When'd that become a thing? James Spader is 63. He's the blacklist guy, right? Because my son Mm. just started watching that, really liking that on Netflix. Oh, Pretty cool show. He's like a bad guy turned good guy. And I had to explain to my son, James Spader, who's 63, was like, because he's he's the, the... annoying rich guy in all the 80s movies when I was a kid, like the high school guy that you hated, who was a bully mm. to other people. His, his life has changed a lot. Chris Rock is 58. Ashton Kutcher is 45. There you go. Um, I was looking through the um, uh, USA Today ranking the performances at the Grammys, and I, I thought I saw most of the Grammys. I missed the first performance. They say the best thing of the night was Stevie Wonder, Smokey Robertson, and others with a Motown medley. They said that was by far the blow-the-roof-off-the-arena moment of the night at the Grammys, and I missed it. So I'm going to have to try to find that on YouTube or something. Um, why'd they put that so early? I'll bet because for the older crowd, they thought the older crowd was going to go to bed. That was their thinking. After the Satanism begins, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And we'll have the, the high-heeled Satanism come on later, much later after Smokey Robinson. We've now entered Final Thoughts with your host, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. 
high-heeled Satanism. Right. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day. There he is, our technical director, Michelangelo. Michael, uh, final thought for us? Yeah, for Jack, uh, you got to go at least 85 inches on your TV. And, 85? Uh, Jeez, yeah. it just seems like, how far do you have to sit away to enjoy it, though? It's pretty nice. So you put it on the wall with some speakers, you're going to love it. Okay. But get the free delivery. Trust me, you don't want to load that thing in. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Jack, final thought for us. Seems uh, gratuitous, 85 inches. How well, big depends on the size of the room entirely, isn't it? Well, exactly. But I, I don't know. Well, so if I got a 100-foot TV and I sit 90 feet away, I mean, what about what am I winning here? Isn't it all uh, proportionally uh, the exactly, same? Exactly. Exactly. I was watching a concert on my iPad when Judy got home last night. She says, why aren't you watching it on the TV? I said, I don't know, because I'm not, I guess. <laughs> it's right here in front of me. I will not be watching the State of the Union address tonight. I'll, I'll read the highlights, but I'm not going to participate in that charade. See, I think you were right earlier, quoting perhaps Jonah Goldberg, that somebody is going to shout something untoward or yell at the president or what have you. And since the vast majority of people drift away after the first half hour, it's going to come early. So it'll be Smokey Robinson at the first part of the State of the Union address and then the hide hilled Satanism toward the end. Oh, uh, maybe. Mm. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have the hot links there. All sorts of stuff we referenced, articles and books and what have you. It's right there. Drop us an email, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. If you've never gotten hip to the whole podcast thing, there's a link at armstrongandgetty.com. Click on it, it, you'll figure it out quickly. Kevin McCarthy will be seated behind the president for the first time. Does he take the speech and wipe his bum with it at the end of the speech? Oh, what? See you tomorrow. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. Throw thunderbolts from their fingertips. Bluey. Kapow. Like some sort of wizard. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. If they call you shocking... Scandalous. Fecal matter. It is over. And that's it. I said bye. Adios, mofo. Are you sure of that, dude? Well, yep. Absolutely. Um, uh, There's no doubt in my mind. On that high note, thank you all very much. (laughs) Armstrong and Getty. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today 
by visiting musicgives.org.